Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It's 136 in Edmonton. This is Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer with you in Ice District at Rogers Place. The Oilers and the Winnipeg Jets tomorrow. Dave Tippett has just spoken. He says Kyrie Yamamoto's absence from the Oilers' practice today was for maintenance purposes. He adds uh, that Connor McDavid will be reassessed in the morning and may play tomorrow against the Winnipeg Jets. He had an off-ice workout uh, today. All right. Uh, the Edmonton Oilers are uh, currently in second spot in the Pacific Division. It'll be a big game tomorrow against the Jets. We'll have more on that around 150. But at this time, we bring aboard the present general manager of the Eastern Conference leading uh, you, you've actually won the regular season, uh, I guess, Eastern Conference crown, which I don't know if that means anything. You won the Central Division as well. Kurt Hill joins us. Kurt, how are you? You won, you won sorry, what was that? Two more points. You, oh, you need two more points. It's not, you've not? Not yet. Not yet. Central and uh, Eastern Conference with two more, with a win or a Medicine Hat loss. Okay. Right now. So that was a big game on Saturday when they beat you guys 4-1. Yeah. You guys, yeah. now your your team too has played a lot of hockey here over the last couple of weeks, and now the schedule eases up. You've got two regular season weekends left, uh, and they are weekends. You don't have anything during the week, so you got a home and home with Lethbridge coming up this weekend, and then a home and home with Red Deer to close. So just the four games. Did you sense that your team? You know, you're kind of you're playing okay, but maybe not as good as you were uh, in earlier stretches in the year. Is it because you were so far ahead in the Central, or? Just a bunch of games all compressed. What, what, what do you think has gone on here over the last couple of weeks? Because there have been a couple of losses. Yeah, a lot of variables, I think. Um, the schedule was weird. We had an early February, we had three games in like three weeks, and then we come and then we got 10 and 20 nights. Yeah. And it just seemed like we had a lot of time off. And then the division got really tight there for a while. And then we played at home against Medicine Hat, Lethbridge, and Winnipeg. And you win all three of those in a row. And then. Um, then it just kind of has been a little bit inconsistent since then. So I don't know if it's, you know, a little bit the guys that got a little bit too far ahead in the, in the division, but it's also, you know, every time we're playing teams right now, you're the best team in the division and, and the conference, and your teams want to beat you. Right. And we're getting everybody's A game every night. So I think it's a little bit of that where, you know, we just got to get back to playing that uh, committed committed game to our system that we had been playing earlier in the year. And, you know, it was one week maybe where we were under 500, and I 
pretty confident in our group and what they've shown all year that they'll bounce back this weekend. Yeah. Now, the one thing you did is you went and got some balance in goal, and so you didn't have to rely on a 16-year-old Sebastian Cosa. And for our listeners out there, this is a guy – and there are organizations moving away from drafting goaltenders, uh, moving just because, you know, you draft them and you end up developing them for somebody else. But my guess is he goes in the second or third round of next year's draft just because of his size and how unique and special he is. But you went out and got Beck Warren from Tri-City, and it's kind of giving you a one-two punch. And I, I, you, I'm going to assume you probably feel pretty good about that decision. Yeah, we do. I think it's... Uh from the sense of that the quality of goaltender that Beck is and then the leadership that he brings and shows Kosa to handle himself as a, a true veteran in the league but you know going into the playoffs you never know what can happen in that with injuries or you know just somebody getting off their game a little bit like last year in the first round Miski struggled the first three games we had to go to Todd Scott and he ends up winning the series for us so not to say that our guys are going to do that this year but it's always good to have that option right. available if you really have to go there uh, defensively you got McLeod back and that's that's a big guy for your hockey because he missed a bunch of games there it's funny at the start of the year you probably thought you know you factored in Connor McDonald uh, Jackson Alexander a little puck moving defenseman probably thought your D was going to be the strength of your team but you ended up having to ride a bunch of injuries and play some 16 and 17 year olds a little bit more how do you think your defensive group is a and I know that Robertson's numbers have really spiked up here plus minus has climbed as the season's gone on he's the second round pick of the New York Rangers but collectively as a group how do you think your D's played yeah, they've played good. I think it's uh, the dynamic back there's changed a bit. Like it's not the offensive group that we thought we had at the start of the year, but uh, it's given guys the opportunity to step up. And at the same time, you know, those 16 and 17 year olds that have been playing, you know, it's going to pay dividends off in the stretch. When those guys get to play those types of minutes in meaningful games this year, it's only going to pay dividends coming into the next couple of years. But, you know, as a group, they've they've played well, especially considering the fact that they've had, you know, there's been only five of them healthy at points, six of them healthy at points. We've really kind of been all over the map with that. So their ability to, to pick up... Um, you know some some of the ice time with the injuries and the way that Robertson's really elevated his game and you know another guy that's played every night for us is Ethan Cap who's kind of a an unsung hero for us uh, an iron man and those guys playing those big minutes throughout the entire season and leading into playoffs has been part of our success as a group I know we had a, a texter send something in earlier to the show Brendan if you can find the text that uh, they had a specific question for Kurt here uh so your, your defense has done it differently. Uh, Robertson's obviously a key moving forward for you. Do you think you get him back next year? Well, I think, uh, I mean, we're New York's playing pretty good right now, so I think it, a lot of it will And they're deep on, on defense. And they're deep on defense, so... I guess it depends. You know, I guess at the same time, you know, you selfishly want guys back the next season, but at the end right. of the day, if Matthew's ready to play in the NHL and he goes there and wins himself a spot, you know, you got to be happy for the kid. But I he mean, can't play in the AHL, right? Can't play in the AHL. So there you go. Yeah, he's not. He's not. All right. Uh, up front, the and I, this comment actually got directed on, I forget where we were in the road, but somebody who does both pro and amateur said to me, uh, look at how the Oil Kings brought Dylan Gunther along and how they took the pressure off him early and didn't uh, necessarily play him in the top six right from the start. And then they, they built some confidence in him as the season went on. He was on the, uh, I think he was on your first unit power play fairly quickly in the year. Uh, and he's at a point per game as a 16-year-old, which usually, especially with the goal totals he has, usually means he end up being a top 10 to top 15 pick the next year. you got to be pleased with sort of how his development's gone this year. 
Yeah, it's been it's been really good. I think Dylan's, you know, the one thing about him is that he puts all that extra work in, you know, before games, before practices, after practices. He's one of the first guys here, last guy's gone, the old cliche, but it's true. And it's amazing some days at the end of practice, he's the last guy out there working on things. And, you know, I think his commitment to the game and, you know, his passion for the game, it, tr- it truly shows on a day-to-day basis. It's, you know, he's made that decision that this is what he wants to do the rest of his life. So he's going to do everything he can to do that. But uh, as you mentioned, you know, the start of the season, he he played in some of those depth roles and and really had to to learn how to play the right way within within Brad and Luke's system and and he seemed to expedite at that pretty quick and you know he got that confidence going after the under 17s and I think he just got even better after he got that 12-day break at Christmas and he's just continued to be you know one of our best players in the second half. 26 goals, 59 points in 58 games for a 16-year-old uh, Dylan Gunther. Has he been better than you guys thought he was going to be? I mean, you, you you come into an organization where that's the pick. You inherited that pick as the number one pick and number one Bantam pick. And sometimes there's some challenges. Like we heard a lot about Savoy. Well, he's had some challenges. Now, Winnipeg doesn't have your depth. It's just, and they might be really good in a couple of years from now, but they don't have your depth currently. And different. I just don't sense that Dylan Gunther had the same pressure here as a number one overall Bantam pick as Matt Savoy had in uh, – in Winnipeg. Well, I think looking back at Gunther's draft, I mean, when I first came in there, there was there was about three names being thrown around. It wasn't the Savoy where this is the number one guy. If he's coming to the league, you're taking this guy, no matter who, okay. what team it was. There were some options. You take the Lambos defenseman that's playing in Winnipeg right now, and then Shergel, who ends up going to Calgary, was another guy. Right. Kind of the three names that were being circulated at the top. And you know, I think when we when we made the selection, we thought the most upside and the the most offense was with Gunther, and that's why we wanted. And he's a local kid. We thought it was. That was the right. pick we wanted to go with. Stragall was a local kid too, wasn't he? Yes. Yeah. But at the end of the at the end of the day, to say that when we picked him, we thought he was going to be this good at 16. I I don't think you ever assume a 16 year old is going to be that good just because this league is it's so hard to play in this league as a 16. And there's so yeah. You got to really be surrounded by the right people, and you got to have exceptional talent. Which I think, as we mentioned too here, he was brought along the right way, and you know on a day to day basis, Dylan gets to play with two pretty good players too, which also helps mirror some of that. But he does exceptional things where he drives that line a lot of nights too at the same time. But no, to say. Uh, from his development, I mean, the one thing I talk about a lot is just the the power in his stride and how much how far along his skating is coming. I think that's what's really been the biggest separation for him this year. Just so our listeners know, we're talking to Kurt Hill, he's president and GM of the Edmonton Oil Kings. It's my belief Dylan Gunther is going in the top ten of the draft in 2021, and that's not out of the realm of possibilities, is it? I don't think so. I think he could only he's only going to move up from this standpoint. He's he's been exceptional. Yeah, uh, Jake Neighbors is in this year's draft. He he didn't kill it at the Lincoln Gretzky. Uh, it's kind of a slower first half. He's got 70 points now in 64 games. Plays, he says he likes to, he's an Airdrie kid, he likes to look up to Matthew Kachuk. I think he plays more like Dustin Brown because he physically explodes through guys on hits. And he's also got a pretty big personality as well. I see a lot of, you know, he does stuff in social media. And, you know, he's been on Reed's show a couple times. Um probably 25 through 45, but he's a key part of that line as well with Gunther and Sachek. It's, it's as good a line as there is in the league right now. Yeah, it's one of the top lines for sure across the league, and I think he's you know, a lot of times NHL guys talk about him, and especially the first half of the year, they were worried about how much offense he had, Right. and I think he's put some of that to rest here with his ability to you know, some of the passing plays the three of those guys have made together this season, and he started to, to score as well, and he's had some big games, and the thing with Jake last year was when we got down to the stretch here and into the playoffs, he was 
he was our best player probably in the run last year. He was, well, other, maybe other than Trey, he was one of our better forwards throughout right. that run. And, you know, he's, I think he's another guy that's just going to continue to elevate his game going into the end of March here. But, uh, yeah, it seems like he's starting to get a lot more interest. I know there's been some specific teams starting to come in to look at him. So I think it's going to be interesting to see how things go in June no, for him. No one's asked him to do any physical testing? <laughs> I don't think... Not at this point. Not that I know of at this uh, point. I don't think John Chick is listening right now to Oilers now, <laughs> though we have had him on the show before, and I have seen him at the last several combines in Buffalo. Uh, you have 11 players, uh, double 12 or more goals, and that speaks to... I don't know if you have a star player. Like, a, a year from now, Gunther's going to be a star player. He's on the precipice of being a star, but he's not yet a star player. Uh, you, you, so you don't have a 100-point score on the team like you had with Trey last year. Do you think you have a more diversified scoring attack right now? We're definitely deeper. We're, I mean, a lot of the depth we had last year, they're a year older. So they're getting those additional goals now. They're playing smarter hockey. You know, I like 20-year-olds that are in our lineup right now. Um, you know, as you mentioned, I mean, guys like Gunther and Jake, they're going to they're gonna grow into stars into the, in the right. coming years. I think Williams has potential with, you know, if he just breaks out a little bit more. Not that he's having a bad year. He's close. And you gained a year in that trade with Madison Hat. They got Brent Kemp, but you added another year. We added the year with, with Williams. And right. I would say, I mean, in our league right now, Robertson could almost be considered a star in the league with the amount that he, the amount of minutes he plays and okay. where he's come offensively. And he's just been the second half of the year. He's been outstanding for us, and he's he's you know he's been one of our best players for the majority of the season, and he's just come a long way. So, but yeah, I, 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 we're extremely deep. I think in that sense, though, we have four lines that we feel can all contribute, and you know with. Our decor looks, as we talked about, looks a little bit different than the start of the year, and but that's not n- nothing wrong with that. It's just, you know, as a staff, we had to adjust, make some adjustments, and they have to play a little bit more responsible, move pucks up, and kind of just uh, keep the flow going that we like to play with. Uh, in the Eastern Conference right now, let's uh, we'll get specific to the Central Division. So you need one win in the next four games, and then you got top spot home ice advantage throughout the East in the playoffs. Is there a team that uh, has given you, I mean, Prince Albert's, that, I mean, that'd be a third-round series matchup theoretically is there anybody that you could potentially play in the first couple of rounds that's giving you some challenges this year you know i guess if you if you go by records i mean the the team that um medicine hat medicine hat were four and two against i think lethbridge were pretty even it's been okay. a pretty even series and they got a lot of they got a they lot came of in here there. in the fall and skunked you guys one night i think uh what's his face the buffalo pick up i think he had f- early in the season yeah his had, first game back yeah he had three or four dylan cousins i think he might have had yeah. four point performance we've had a couple weird games down there where we've had leads late in games and they scored the last minute twice on us down there and we lose and we go to end up going to shootouts and losing kind of a coin flip idea but um yeah we've played well there though we just haven't hadn't had the results um, we've obviously the two points we wanted to, but this is a great opportunity this weekend to, you know, we play them back to back home and home. So a good opportunity for us to, you know, keep things going in the right direction and try to get some two point wins against them. So you're at Lef- Lethbridge when? Friday night. Friday. And then back here Sunday? Sunday here, yeah. Tickets available at oilkings.ca. Kurt Hill, thanks for coming by. Uh, fist pump, no more shaking hands. <laughs> thanks a lot. Well, wait, wait a sec here. On that note, uh, you're the president of the Oil Kings. Have you guys. Take, I, I know there's some stuff up on your website right now. Just, you know, if you notice changes in terms of how business is done uh, dealing with coronavirus. Yeah, primarily just the team itself is just under the OEG blanket, obviously just following the approach that with the locker room access and that that the, the Oilers have taken. And uh, I know from the business perspective, uh, Daniel Troiani and his team, there's been some, you know, some autograph stuff and um, some some more player interaction that's really just been limited and you know with the virus or just in general this time of year i think trying to keep our players healthy moving into the playoffs is important uh, whereas we're getting 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Down the stretch. Great stuff, Kurt. Thanks for your time. Thanks a lot, Bob. We'll come back with this day in Oilers history when we return on Oilers now. Hi, this is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chat. Thanks a lot, uh, Connor McDavid. Dave Tippett saying had an off ice workout today. And uh, they're, uh, they'll wait and see if he's available tomorrow. Did not skate today. Full practice. Kyler Yamamoto, uh, maintenance day for him. 153 in Edmonton. Kurt Hill just joined us, president and general manager of the Eastern Conference leading Edmonton Oil Kings. Again, their game Sunday against the Lethbridge Hurricanes. Uh, tickets at oilkings.ca. Kurt was our Oilers Now headliner. Brought to you by Touchback Safety. From fall protection to forklift training, trust the experts at touchbacksafety.com. Your safety is there. Their goal at touchback safety. Royal Pizza still making a great multiple locations in Edmonton to serve you. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. For a menu and a list of their 13 Edmonton and area locations, go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. The Stoffer recommendation at Royal Pizza is the Mediterranean chicken. To this day in Oilers history for New West Travel. Again, you can join 630 Jets, Jalen Nye, a tour of Iceland and Ireland this summer. It includes daily meals, sightseeing, and spectacular events. For more information, call New West Travel or go online at newwesttravel.com. I remember this day well. March okay. 10th, 2002. I'm going to quiz you after this then. Mike Comrie opens the scoring 90 seconds in, but the Oilers surrender four unanswered goals. Capitals forward Peter Bondra scores his 18th career hat trick to sink Edmonton 4-2 at the MCI Centre in Washington. But Bob, who dropped the mitts in that game? Do you remember that? Edmonton and Washington, 2002. Uh, well, George would have been here at that time, but I'm thinking it was not George LaRock. Uh, March of 2000. Steady Eddie defenseman. Steve, Steve Stales? You got it. Well, I gave it away when you said Steady Eddie. Who did he fight? Well, now i got to think about it and look it up. <laughs> this day in Oilers history brought to you by New West Travel, Edmonton's premier travel company for 40 years. Book now and save 400 bucks on a trip to Iceland and Ireland with Jalen and I. Uh, call New West Travel or go on newwesttravel.com. Here's uh, Inside Sports coming up tonight with Reed Wilkins from 6 until 8 p.m. Latest on Oilers practice. You'll hear from Kelly Rudy, former Oilers and current sports medicine physician, Dr. Randy Gregg, on how the coronavirus is affecting sports. Uh, you'll also hear from Edmonton's Ben. Uh, Crikey is currently playing basketball, NCAA for a university there. And you'll also hear from Division II German hockey player Brock Maschmeyer. He's from the Edmonton area to talk about the German league being cancelled for the rest of the season, Bob. Brock or Bronson Maschmeyer? Which Maschmeyer? We've got Brock. Bronson was a stalwart defenseman in Kamloops. This is Brock, I believe, the little brother. Uh, Bronson, I think, went out to St. FX or Acadia. He was a pretty good puck-moving D-man. And don't forget Emirates, multiple times uh, Canadian women Team. Yes, she's an outstanding goalie. And Mashmeyer family. Where are they from? They're from, uh, oh man, they're like 40 minutes outside of Edmonton. 35, 40 minutes outside of Edmonton. We used to play there. I forget the name of the community that they're from. I'm getting old. Uh, all right. Uh, tomorrow on Oilers Now, we'll have Brian Lawton. 
David Staples from the Athletic out of Winnipeg, uh, a rising young writing star. Marat Atesh will join us, as well as NHL insider John Shannon. So, loaded show, complete preview of the Oilers game against the Winnipeg Jets. Did you look up the Mash Myers and find out where they're from? It's like Gibbons or one of those communities. Up next, a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by a simulcast of Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on CHQR Radio 770 out of Calgary. Bruderheim, Bob. Bruderheim. That's where the Mash Myers are from. I'm upset I couldn't. I forgot that. All right. Uh, So long, everybody. Reed will have you at 6 o'clock with Inside Sports. I'll join you tomorrow here from Rogers Place in Ice District. Hopefully, Connor McDavid will be good to go. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.